Well, hello, internet friends. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. Uh, there's a lot of things happening in the world, but one thing we can guarantee you is most of the time we will record one of these every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've tried and true. Because Parks and Recreation is an American institution. And if we do not take time to celebrate and honor the institutions, what are we even doing this for? And so today we're going to be talking about another episode. My name is Jason. I'm joined by my friend Jeremy all the way across town. Say hello, Jeremy. Hello. How are things in your world today? Oh, they're good. I woke up, I had breakfast, and now I'm recording this. So things, things can't get much better. Well, just wait. Because I, I, it might. I know, right? I mean, there, there, might, there might be some great things that we reveal as we walk through this episode, uh, which is season two, episode 19, Park Safety. Um, and if you downloaded this and you looked at the uh, episode title, you'll see that the episode title is in all caps and it's stick with us, Tom, um, because we are going to have one of the best guest stars in the history of television, Carl from Park Safety, from the Park Rangers Department. So. This uh, basic episode, the, the story is Jerry goes to feed hummingbirds in the park and comes home with an injury. Mm. And then there's a mystery as to what happened to Jerry. So that's the story. There's twists and turns. There's ups and downs. Friends became lovers. Enemies became adversaries. I don't know how these expressions go, but it, it, uh, it's quite a journey we go on in this one. And it starts. Uh, with uh, Leslie coming out to tell everybody it's time to do the hummingbird lottery. And they don't win hummingbirds, but they uh, have to go and feed the hummingbirds, uh, replace all the hummingbird feeders uh, with their new sugar water and stuff. And so um, they put everybody's name in a hat and whoever is drawn is the winner slash loser who has to go and do this super boring task menial task i don't know you know what's kind of lame about being the apex predator in the world is that no one leaves treats out for you right you know like i was just thinking about that like we leave we leave food out for the animals but Mm -hmm. no one like you don't just like drive by and it's like free hamburger stand yeah or or free free waffle fries or ice cream you have to buy it like you got to go get it yourself no one's like here's a here's a tube full of sugar water for you I'd, i'd take it well, if they are leaving the sugar water out for the hummingbirds, what's to keep you from drinking it? That's true. I am bigger than them. Yeah. I mean, you can swat some hummingbirds away. I mean, the, not, the, it's it's not for me, though. I guess that's the point. Like, that's specifically for the humming. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just. If there's one thing I've learned about America is if you want something, you just go take it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Because we I are the apex predator. I see. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The it's closest thing to the hummingbird feeder for human civilization is Halloween. Because especially the families <laughs> yeah. that just leave it out on the street, like on the at the you know on the steps, the bowl of candy and say, "Please take one." Like hummingbirds, that would be great to see a hummingbird sign sign that just says underneath it, "Please take one." Just take one because <laughs> they don't. They come back over and over again. Right. Um, oh. And uh, I don't know anybody at the Halloween uh, house with the bowl on the porch that just takes one. I don't know. Like, why would you like take as many as you want? So, America. Yeah. America. 
It's beautiful. So uh, what we find out, though, in the the lottery is that everybody in the department just writes down Jerry. And uh, except for Leslie, who writes one for her and then 20 for Jerry. And so every time Jerry is selected to feed the hummingbirds, to replace the hummingbird feeders, I should say. Um, and so he's surprised that this is happening. Um, after his third straight month of having to replace the hummingbird sugar water. Um, and everybody else is just like, no, nah, I'm never worried about it. So um, I don't know why he doesn't catch on to the hat having way more pieces of paper in there than there are people in the department. You might that not see it. First. Yeah, he, it might not be a public, you know, I guess she did pull it out. She in drew front it out of in front of yeah. everybody. Maybe, and they maybe. all write their own names down. Maybe they don't look inside of it when they draw. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's too, this, he's too trusting. He's very trusting. Yeah. He's, he's the kindest person in this office. And uh, that's going to come back to uh, dislocate his shoulder in a minute. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think this whole thing needs to be totally revamped and redesigned. Um, like there should, people should not be allowed in a lottery system at work to write their own entry Mm -mm. like it should be like ron who doesn't care and his name's never going to be in there ron should be the one to write everybody's name down and then put it in the hat yeah and they can watch they can have like you know poll watchers from outside uh like taking making sure that it's the right names um going on the pieces of paper uh that there's the right signatures wait that's too much like what's happening now so mm. um sometimes yeah. those those slips of paper can get lost in the hat you right know? yeah um that's people, true and if there's a delay in the uh the slip company or they misprint the whole slip mm-hmm. <laughs> or if uh oh anyway so really, really working hard on this one yeah. <laughs> Try not to let the world take over this parks and conversation. Let's not um, let it. Let's not. So let's keep going because there's plenty of drama to unfold. So so Jerry takes the the sugar water and he goes. Credits happen. Um, and then it cuts back to the office after the credits. And Leslie is presenting about the summer concert series for children in the park, saying that they're going to have Freddy Spaghetti. And I don't know if you caught this, but the picture of Freddy Spaghetti is a different person than the person who will actually play Freddy Spaghetti in the coming weeks. I didn't notice it because he, from what I remember from watching it just, just a little bit ago was that it looks similar. It looks similar, but it's a different, different dude. Good catch. I didn't see that. He's got gray hair. So, and it's not just because it's a black and white photo. It's not a, it's a color photo. So (laughs) I've been tricked before. Um, Fool me me once. (laughs) Shame on fool me twice. Can't get can't get fooled again. No, nah, exactly. I'm I'm keeping eyes on you too, sepia tone. So, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't, April's like, didn't Freddie Spaghetti OD? You know, yeah. <laughs> Those Mister Funny Noodles and his drummer shot him. <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> this is its own its own spinoff right there. Is the the dramas of children's musical, you know, acts. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Tim Noah? Oh yeah. Have we talked about Tim Noah before? No. Like, okay. Not that I know I, of. Noah of. Oh, I see. Uh, uh. I thought Tim Noah 
children's actor, like children's song from this region. Like, I don't know if he's like known around the country. I thought he was the coolest because my music teacher in elementary school, Mrs. Lettuce, she would um, play Tim Noah videos, like mm-hmm. laser discs, like all the time in music class. And he had like this whole like kids rock opera with aliens and stuff. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And, uh, and then like in, in middle school, I was just like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why was I so into that? I don't but, know, but that, like some of these kids entertainers make a boatload of money. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, not like Johnny karate and <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, Chris Ballou, Casper baby pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some, there's some really great kids music. Yeah. Like the, the rockabye Kid, baby. Kids uh, pop. How dare you? <laughs> I was being yeah. sincere. Oh, and yeah. here you go, no, bringing rock up kids by, rock, Rockabye Baby is amazing. I, I, our kids, my kids grew up with them. Yeah. And I have the Coldplay Rockabye mm-hmm. Baby. Like I bought, I got the CD and then I ripped it onto my hard drive so that I could, um, like when we're traveling, I could just play my like iPad or something in the kids' room when they were going to sleep while, while we're like on vacation. Um, and so every once in a while, I'll just be listening to music on shuffle and uh, I'm getting choked up here. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'll listen to I, uh, music so on fast. shuffle. Yeah. And, and then uh, clocks will come on in like Rockabye Baby style and I don't skip it. I really like it. Yeah, you just <laughs> so, gotta let that like that Glockenspiel play out, you know. Oh man, it's so good. It, and yeah, the uh, the Radiohead one is really good. So, so many good Rockabye babies. But go, not go, the song go check Rockabye. It out. Check out the uh, the link in in the description, and there uh, you will know, be a all, link in the description. All of, all of your purchases help support this podcast. <laughs> nah, that's not true. But okay. if you go and like and subscribe and whatever and rate us on iTunes. I hear that helps things. Thank you. Now back to the show. Um, so they uh, are in the presentation and uh, they're waiting for Jerry to come back and uh, he's taking a long time. And so they start making fun of Jerry and all the things that he has uh, done and the, the silliness of his uh, failures in life. And Ron then explains the difference between a shlemiel and a shlemazel. And a shlemiel is somebody who uh, spills soup at a fancy restaurant the schlamazel is the person who the soup is spilled upon and jerry is both the schlemiel and the schlamazel of their department which is a fantastic summary of jerry's character yeah that is the role that he plays and also uh, also answered an age-long question of mine from growing up watching Liverton and shirley right yeah um they're gonna make it Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah. So, they're, as they're making fun of Jerry, uh, Leslie gets a phone call from Anne. Jerry's in the hospital. And so, quick cut to the hospital. And uh, they find Jerry there. Um, and he had dislocated his shoulder. And then Tom, and he says, I, uh, I was mugged. And Tom starts making fun of him for being mugged. Uh, and then Jerry gives this very detailed account of what happened. and. Uh, how when they started to attack him, he just kind of went into a fetal position. Um, and Ron is interrogating. I love Ron. He's so much in this episode. He's like, 
Did you hit them? Did you hit them in the nuggets? There's no shame in hitting the criminal in the bean bag. <laughs> so, um, it's like, no, yeah. I just curled up his music. Well, that's uh, one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Leslie is like getting in on the case real quick. And she's like, did you get any kind of identifying markers, any kind of uh, scars or tattoos? If they have one identifying scar, we've got these sleaze balls. And uh, he said, no, I didn't get a good look. And Leslie's mad at him right. for not getting a good look at the criminals. So, no, you're so, the victim. Sorry. Sorry. You're the yeah. victim. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So they're, they're, they're beginning the, the process of starting an investigation into what happened here with Jerry. Um, but as they're driving back, Leslie's like, I feel really bad for this. Um, I feel like this is our fault. Um, and it, what is their fault? Because they all wrote Jerry's name down. Um, and uh, she, she says, I feel like this is karma, like getting us. And, um, and April's like, but he got hurt. And so Jerry's so bad, he can't even get karma right. Yeah, like, that was <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So this is really creating some tension in Leslie. Like, this is not good what's happening. Uh, so she comes in, I don't know, next day couple hours she made a, a poster uh with jerry with a black eye on it and says that jerry is the face of failure um <laughs> and so he's the uh, symbol of failure for our department and our whole department has a black eye um and so leslie starts giving everybody tasks on what to do how to like do this investigation um and ron wants to teach everyone self-defense so everybody's well, got something to do one of my favorite parts about this too is that even even throughout throughout most of the rest of the episode every time they start making fun of jerry when ron's around ron just kind of nods his head like knowingly like he doesn't like add in he doesn't laugh he's just like yeah that's right i just i just yeah. love if you watch it in the background it's so it's so much fun right he's a he's, little restrained yeah he's the boss but he's he's in on it you know he knows he's he aware. Probably should. yeah it's great yeah i love ron um so uh the uh so after that little like breakdown of tasks Anne goes and sees andy at the shoeshine stand um and andy wants to change his his band name again um to scrotation marks um which is just real weird <laughs> um and uh and reminds him like you gotta like stay the same if people don't know who you are how are they gonna become fans and uh and he's like, yeah, you're really good. Good, good point. You're really smart. And uh, talking head with Anne afterwards, like I've always had a lot of fun with Andy. And this is kind of sowing seeds into the direction for her relationship with Mark. Um, that, uh, yeah, Andy is fun. Mark is khaki pants. So. Which means not fun. Just oh, okay. I didn't. Boring. I've worn khaki pants before and had fun, but you know, I get it. Really? Yeah. Well, it was a khaki pants party, so you couldn't. What not did you have do fun. at the khaki pants party? We uh, we traded. Well, first of all, we we all talked about how the de- like if you know the debate about pleated or not pleated, right? Flat that's, front. A, that's yeah, flat front pants versus pleated, mm-hmm. uh, cuffed or not. Um, right. So you know, like I said, you can't. You can't just wear khaki pants and not have fun when I guess around other people who wear khaki pants. So you don't do you like do you like a solid leather belt braided, um, you know, things like that. Do, do you go with the stone, a pure khaki? What is khaki? Is khaki a color or a style? Is it the green? You know, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of really, there's a lot of fun things you can talk about at a khaki party. 
I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Uh, so that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> the uh, speaking of sorry, hold khaki. on, wait, hold on. I'm just I'm throwing away your invitation to the next khaki party. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh, that saves me a lot of responding that I'll have to do. So thank you. We're we're doing everybody favors right now. I just saved you fifty one cents on postage, and you saved me the the feeling of uh, guilt of not responding in the first place to an RSVP. So wins uh, all around. Yeah, yeah, all good. So, um, so Jerry comes back into the office, and uh, Leslie declares it it's Jerry Day and whatever you want to do. And Jerry's like, I just want to get back to normal. Uh, and so there's you know just a, a no jokes, no comments, no making fun of Jerry. Uh, and so Ron's like, well, you've had a presentation, so let's go ahead and do that. And Jerry stumbles through his whole presentation. He talk, he's talking about the uh, salmon season closing, but it's picking up on trout. But he says twout, and everybody is trying to not make fun of him. He's just, everything's falling apart. He he tries to put up his presentation. It's a picture of him in Muncie on vacation. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, and uh, ultimately, he... Uh, has to plug something in and he bends over, uh, ripping his pants and then immediately farting. And this is the Shlemiel and the Shlemazel all happening at one time. Um, this is what Ron was pointing to the whole time. So my, my favorite, who, who, whose reaction would you say was your favorite out of all of those? Uh, April really, uh, I resonate with April when I see something like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to call out, but like, I have to go big and quiet. <laughs> That's what April's <laughs> thing is like, hands up, mouth wide open. Like what on earth is happening? But you can't say any of those words. So. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought Donna's was, Donna's was my favorite. Just the super, like no eye contact with anybody else. Giant eyes staring like thousand yard stare. It was right. great. Yeah, it happens to everybody. Uh, yeah, I think that does uh, highlight maybe a little bit of a difference in our personalities. We've known each other a long time. And, uh, and so if there were some kind of like, I don't know how to handle it. Uh, right. I think uh, you're you're more prone to just like, don't acknowledge this happened. Right. No, no, total <laughs> denial, just wide eyed. I'm just going to freeze for a while, see if it, it sorts itself out. Uh, yeah. Jason, you're just going to kind of call it out in your way. You know, like, you yeah, know, like, are you okay? Okay, good. We can laugh now. Yeah. Um, I want everybody to know that I saw what happened. I know what's going on, but I won't say anything. So, yeah, which uh, is just very therapeutic. This scene was so like, oh, man, I the first time I saw this, it was I remember it was too many things happening all at once. And when he bends over and rips his pants, I was like, oh, it can't get worse. And then he farted. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my word, this is the best writing ever. So, uh, yeah, it really uh, got the middle school boy in in my heart really yeah. excited so and, and everyone's reaction was different which was kind of like the whole it's like who would you be it's so great you yeah. know ron leslie's just stacking papers <laughs> right know, like, doing gotta, something gotta, else gotta, gotta stay busy <laughs> like that's my you know <laughs> so good uh yeah so the uh it cuts then to the office and uh leslie has a visitor carl from the park rangers andy samberg 
who was uh, a former cast mate on SNL along with Amy Poehler. Currently, are, is it over? I haven't finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is it? it? He was Jake Peralta on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, no, I think uh, it's still going. It is? Okay. I, I just, I nothing is live for me anymore, so I don't know when things get actually canceled. Um, they just never, so, you, and, just, you just forget about them? Like, they just go away? I usually do. Like, I do, there's so many shows where like, is that over? I don't know. <laughs> I got distracted. So, like, is the West Wing still on? No. Um, the uh, so Andy comes in. Uh, Andy Carl comes in from the Park Rangers, and he's a loud talker, like real loud, obnoxiously loud. And uh, he's the head of all outdoor security. And Tom has a talking head. Was like, yeah, he used to be on a desk job, but he got put outside. And he like, why do you ask? And he opens the door. He's like, have you guys seen Avatar? I still haven't seen Avatar. And he closes the door, and he's still super loud talking about wanting to see avatar but wanted to read the book first but there was no book version of avatar so um yeah and what'd, what'd you guys do for saint patty's day <laughs> just, just keeps going <laughs> love it this is somebody who spends most of his time outside probably by himself right but he he wants to like talk and be with people so when he's with people he's going to keep talking about nothing so um yeah so he uh is kind of annoyed like now that something bad is happening in the park now you're calling me mm-hmm. um and uh i i wrote down why he wears a size I, like why he brings up the size seven shoes but i don't remember like what his actual reason for saying that is but points out leslie points out that he has small feet and tom says that's the global average for foot size i thought that was funny because tom I, also is a small man yeah i didn't fact check that but i'd, I'd go with it yeah so um the cuts to uh the self-defense class and ron is in like full like self-defense sweatpants and white t-shirt um and andy uh is saying like let me put mark in a headlock so we can show everybody how to escape from a pervert and mark points out in this in this situation you would be the pervert right to which andy's reply is you wish (laughs) (laughs) And that highlighted that highlighted like my entire like upbring like middle school junior high high school experience with people who tried to diss people and then you use logic against them and then they always seem to win with like like some lame comeback like you wish and then everyone's like oh and like no he's still wrong he's still yeah. wrong come on but nobody cares <laughs> uh, that's why I was friends with the librarian. You know, librarians are cool. I know at least one cool librarian. So, yeah, I'm going to extrapolate from that one librarian I know. Yeah, all librarians are cool. Yeah. In my experience with librarians, they're pretty cool. My favorite part of that that scene was the talking head with Anne. And I can't remember. She was talking about a Lifetime show, but it was called How Far Is Too Far Enough? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a Lifetime one, but it's like just the most ridiculous title ever yeah and yeah she has extreme agoraphobia so she doesn't like crowds are going outside and so her therapist attacks her from inside the house and tries um, to eat her toes yeah so, <laughs> so sounds like a lifetime movie which i think yeah. they're already doing christmas movies like every day all day and yeah so yeah i can't handle this um so have you, have again, you heard it, the joke about uh, uh what has what has two uh, three actors, one plot, and um, seventeen titles. No, 
a Lifetime movie. A Lifetime Christmas it. movie. I get it. I, I get it. So they're yeah. at the park. And, they're, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, part of that uh, self-defense thing, before we go too far, is um, April is... There's tension between April in this episode as Anne and Andy are interacting. Mm -hmm. Um, and her jealousy is definitely showing, um, as more and more attention is given to Andy from Anne. So I just think that's important to point out at this point in their character arc. So, yeah. So at the park, what happens at the park, Jeremy? Oh, uh, yeah, they, they're in, they're getting into the, the cart with Carl and, uh, he just shouts, you guys ready? And one of that, they cut away, they kind of pan across to the field where a huge flock of birds fly away because he scared them all into right. flight. Yes. And then he's like, <laughs> we're going to go check out the, where it happened. And then I'm going to show you this log that I found. There's like 50 worms on it. So, Call it worm log. <laughs> Call it worm log. So that in the cart is so great because he's, uh, it's a total dump and it's falling apart. And he says, yeah, we used to have three carts. <laughs> But uh, wh- one got pushed into a- the creek by some kids. The second one had raccoons piss all over it. And then the third one was stolen. And uh, Thomas, which one is this? This is the raccoon piss one. <laughs> so, um, right. Like, it's just like, great. This is perfect. Like, it's so good. Like, this is the raccoon piss one. Um, and uh, as they start to get going, uh, it's there's too much weight in the cart, and so at in the park is Leslie, Carl, Tom, and Jerry. Um, and uh, Leslie's like, oh, that's probably Tom. <laughs> and so right. why don't you get out and walk and run alongside with us? Um, and uh, so they do because they're trying to make Jerry feel better, you know, or you know, not like he's the one who's got the problem. Right. The other, the other thing that kind of highlighted this with the cart and everything, and with Carl is that we have this entire show about the parks department, but the people who actually go and run the park, it's like, it's still very Pawnee. Like it's, you know, run down carts, the parks are unsafe, you know? And so Leslie and these, they don't, this is like almost the closest I feel that they really get into the whole parks, like the inner workings of the physical park itself. They, they mention it throughout the, the series, but you know, it's like, man, no, the Pawnee parks are, are super sketchy and dangerous and like they can't even keep the raccoons off their golf carts. So right. it's great. Yeah. The raccoons are a major problem in this town. So you got to watch out. Got to watch out. Uh, so, yeah. So they start driving away and uh, Carl is giving a tour. He's like, this is one of our great parks over here. It's a, a grass field. It's mostly grass. Going to take a hard left here. Keep up, Tom. <laughs> Stick with us, Tom. <laughs> Tom is just running alongside. So good. Stick so with ma- us, Tom. <laughs> so many, so many times, like Tom is just like running in in episodes. It's yeah. great. He's got a good runner's form, though. He so does. that's nice. Yeah. Um, he's willing to commit as an actor in a suit and run. Oh, I got sweaty just, yeah, just watching him. Yeah. Well, the shoes alone, like your feet would be killing you if you were yeah. trying to run in in dress shoes. So. Um, all right. So back at the self-defense class, Ron is showing, trying to show people how to escape from a hold. Like if somebody's grabbing you around the shoulders from behind, um, and he's like, you want to, he's using Andy as his, uh, I'm going to use dummy. Um, and, uh, and he's using, (laughs) so he's using Andy and he's saying like, you want to try to break free with your legs, not your neck, like Andy's doing. And Andy's (laughs) trying so hard to get out and he eventually like passes out. 
and as Ron recognizes that uh, Andy's passed out, he like drops him, and you can hear Ron just very slightly go, "Oops." <laughs> <laughs> And I love how they cut into this, too, because Ron is like rubbing his neck or shoulder or something as Donna's walking away and goes, OK, lesson learned. Like So <laughs> oh, it just adds to her that the whole like she's she's awesome. Like Donna is not someone to mess with. Right. Yeah. So just those so. little teeny tiny bits makes her legendary. Um, so, yeah. Donna's then Anne, great. Then Anne runs up. Yes. To, say, to save Andy. That's what right. I was going to say. So more right. more of that tension that you were talking about. Yes. So um, the uh, cuts back and the they're at the park and they're looking at the the place that uh, Jerry is saying he was assaulted and they're like and Carl's like yeah this is really bad people are getting assaulted here and Leslie's response is why can't we have more park rangers here and he's you can see like Carl has been through some things here he's like who do you think they're assaulting <laughs> <It's> so. <laughs> Um, so sorry, Leslie's like, sorry. I'm going to get this fixed. <laughs> sorry. I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Leslie's going to get this fixed. Cut back to the self defense class and less, uh, April, not April. And is trying to, uh, help, uh, see if Andy is okay. And she's like, what day is it? And he's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really bad at days. And this is where April jumps in. He's like, yeah, that's true. He is really bad at days. So, um, and uh, Andy wants to learn Ron's move, which what's the move like <laughs> just squeezing somebody from behind uh, reverse so, bear hug. Yeah, like that's not really a move like that. You need to learn, Andy. Um, but Ron is happy to teach him. Um, <laughs> so then Leslie goes to uh, try to get the, the public aware of the problems in the park and security. And so she goes to uh Pawnee's number one morning show uh Joan Calamezzo good morning Pawnee um and she is out there to tell the story of Jerry and the public needs to support them and the government is failing to which later that day Paul the city manager shows up in Leslie's office and says you can't go badmouth your your government on TV but it worked and the mayor's going to give you $2500 which is not that much money for um park security and there's going to be a press conference so things are happening um leslie is bringing about the change she wants to see in the world twenty five hundred dollars at a time good for her yeah good for she her good leslie good um but when they get to the press conference jerry seems really nervous hmm. and uh he confesses that uh he made everything up that what? It, yeah he was not assaulted by the uh, town youths or the raccoons of Pawnee. He made it up um, because he uh, fell in a creek. He, and uh, he stopped for a breakfast burrito, to which Leslie responds, ah, oh, the farting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then he fell trying to pick up the burrito from a log in the creek and he slipped and he dislocated his shoulder and having dislocated my shoulder it hurts real bad having dislocated my shoulder in front of people in high school that also hurts real bad in an emotional way and so go, i can understand go. jerry's tension here though so. please, please explain what happened which time the, well when you dislocated your shoulder in front of people did you okay. have you dislocated it more than once oh yeah both shoulders i have terrible shoulders 
Um, they're like the worst. Uh, so I dislocated my shoulder playing football in high school. Woody Stemley just knocked it right out of socket. And, uh, I went to the hospital and everything. And, uh, by the time I got to the hospital, it had, um, replaced itself somehow. (laughs) I don't know. They didn't have to do that thing in the movies where the guy like pushes it back in and they're like, ah, and then they go and like, they keep fighting Terminator. Mm -hmm. Um, that wasn't my story. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but then later I've dislocated it, uh, dancing, uh, specifically doing the Carlton Banks dance. Um, and another time I was in uh, racket net sports in my senior year in high school. Um, and we were playing, uh, racquetball in high school and, uh, I hit the, the ball, the little blue ball uh-huh. and the I ball. felt the racket ball. Yes. Which is not like I'm saying like it's not like a big heavy weight mm-hmm. that like but the combination of the momentum from the ball meeting my arm sent a reverberation of uh, uncertainty down my arm to my shoulder, popping it out of place. Uh, and uh, that uh, led to me init- immediately falling on the ground um, and. I'm not going to say I was crying, but I wouldn't be surprised if tape said I, I was crying later. Um, but I was, uh, this happened in front of, uh, some friends of mine that were in the class. One of whom is Christy, Christy Martin. I'm going to just call her out. I, she's probably never going to listen to this. Um, but Christy Martin saw me do this. She saw me fall. And, uh, and even now, even today, she still brings it up. So <laughs> I can understand why Jerry might want to not, tell the truth about what happened here his falling is very embarrassing um but you know part of the challenge for jerry is as mark will show later someone in the office is afraid to tell coworkers the truth about what happened to him mm. because he's going to get made fun of so the most wise thing that that mark has said on this whole show um and uh a little too too soon too little too late mark so <laughs> you've already cut ties. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 out of here. Get out of here, Mark. You're gonna sell out. Um Brandana quits. So uh yeah, so that's what happened to Jerry. That's what happened to me. I'm I Jerry and I are dislocated brothers. It was my left arm too, and I'm left-handed. And so for weeks in high school, I had to figure out how to write on the desks that are all jacked up. You know, they have the smaller desks that are one side and it was a mess. It was awful. So that's that story. I'm sorry for Uh, you retrospectively. I appreciate that. Um, so, um, as Anne comes by to the shoe shine after like that press conference kind of resolves itself. Leslie's trying to cover up for Jerry, keep it under wraps. Um, but Ann then goes to the shoe shine stand to check in on Andy, um, to see how he's doing. And, um, and then they're chatting, but then April comes by, sees Anne, and tries to turn around. And Andy calls out to her, is like, hey, Ludgate, I got you the vegetarian muffins that you're always eating. And this brightens April's whole life. You can mm-hmm. see it in her face. Like she's so happy. Even though we see Andy and Anne talking, April recognizes that Andy wanted to talk to April mm-hmm. more than Anne. So, uh, which made some confusing, uh, feelings for Anne when she's like when did he start caring about other people like this is a new a new Andy so but a job will do that to people I guess you know some some regular relationships with normal people right uh, like yeah not you know like not just living in a pit 
not just animals in a pit with your rat colleagues <laughs> get, get a lot of get a lot of uh tag in but not a lot of you know personal connection conversation right. exactly uh so um so that's when ann and uh, or leslie and mark are talking and then leslie gets a call um i don't know who called her but somehow uh carl has found video of jerry falling in the creek um and so he's going to go on jones show um, because leslie like basically threw the whole parks department security under the bus and so carl's like that's not going to happen i'm going to throw you under the bus and uh so then Leslie convinces him to not do that, but they still have to go on the show. And so I love how they are talking about this because Joe's like, I would like to uh, give an update on Parkgate. And uh, and we have Carl here to give us the latest. And Carl's like, I finally saw Avatar <laughs> and it lived up to the hype. <laughs> Leslie's response is, I also saw Avatar and it exceeded the hype. Right. I have to disagree. <laughs> what disagreement? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Joan is, is really pissed at, uh, at Leslie. She's like, I'm Joan Calamezzo. You don't mess with me. And, uh, and then she, as Joan, uh, Leslie starts to leave, but Joan grabs a hold of Carl. He's like, where are you going? Don't make me chase you. Uh, and Carl's response is, okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Now, uh, one of my favorite characters on uh, SNL from uh, Andy Samberg is Shy Ronnie. Do you remember Shy Ronnie? I, I don't remember Shy Ronnie. Oh, Shy Ronnie is great because it would be in a like a hip hop video. Um, and and like it's all like big and uh, like exciting, like the lo- normal like um, Lonely Island kind of videos that they made. And uh, so like there was one with Rihanna where it's all this stuff is happening. And then they toss it over to shy Ronnie. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) so when, when Carl uh, is like, okay, I immediately thought of shy Ronnie. So yeah, it's great. Um, So we see that because he was a, he didn't like reveal the tape. It cuts to the Rangers and they've got a brand new uh, cart security cart with lights on the top. Um, And then, uh, we uh yeah so that's kind of resolved but leslie's gonna hold on to that tape of jerry watch it one more time and then destroy it um because it's so funny it's uh, so funny so end of court end of uh the credit scene april comes in with the peppermint mocha for jerry and she's like oh wow that's so great and then he he holds it and like squeezes it which i don't understand anything about why jerry does anything um but he squeezes it it explodes all over himself um and everybody is kind of like shocked and jerry's like go ahead uh (laughs) and so they all start making fun of him like we should just apply the food directly to your clothes and uh leslie comes out yay making fun of jerry's back (laughs) so um and then it cuts to jerry and why we see that he's so patient with all of their ridicule is because he has two years until retirement uh, and he's willing to put up with the teasing because it's it's almost over and he's going to read his mystery novels and smoke his cigars. So that is the end of Park Safety. The end. Yay. Yeah. So impressions, thoughts. As I was looking through, I didn't see any great trivia uh, or anything like that stands out other than the Freddy Spaghetti person. Yeah. Is wow. different. That's a good catch. 
Yeah. But, no, I, I love I love this one. Andy Andy Sandberg made this one a lot of fun. And uh yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just trying to think of anything that we we left. I was trying to look through the notes. I liked when when Andy was on Pawnee today, uh or Carl, sorry. He uh mm-hmm. his they they shot they had a, a shot with a monitor and it had the audio meter above it and it was just in the red the entire time. <laughs> it was just peeping. I thought that was really great visual. Um and yeah, no, that was about it. One thing I will think is is really interesting, and is that let's see here, how did how did I make this connection? There was uh, Carl, and you'd said that. Um, oh, what, what did you say? Something about Will Smith and and the Fresh Prince Bel Air. Did you say something about Carlton? You oh, did the, Carl- the Carlton dance. You yes, did the Carlton dance. Yeah, and then you threw out your shoulder. Uh huh. And yes. oh, that's what it was. And that they had found a home video of Jerry falling into the creek, which was really funny. And then he didn't uh, share with the dog. And Carlton on Fresh Prince of Bel Air now runs AFV, which is my kid's favorite show, um, Alfonso. Mm-hmm. And I think that video would have made it on there. And that's all I have to say about that. Wow. That was a, a journey of connections. <laughs> That I don't think people realize uh, would never have happened on any other podcast. It's it's but true. This is the kind of uh, <laughs> in depth analysis and speculation that uh, only only two people who um, have been probably in quarantine too long uh, can come up with. It's yeah. So. I, I look for the threads. You know, you got to find. Mm-hmm. The things that connect, you know, all the, you know, you dislocated your shoulder, Jerry yep. dislocated his shoulder, Carlton, there's a video. I mean, it all yeah, makes sense. It me. all makes sense. It's, yeah. it's Carlin on. It's, yeah, it's almost like, yes. Oh, Carlin man. on. Yeah. We oh. are looking for Carl drops. Um, <laughs> pay attention to any of our typos and cafefe <laughs> all the way to the future. So... I know of no better ending than that. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we should just change our whole branding to Carl and on Carl. And on. <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm not against it. I am. Okay. Uh, as a joke, none of this will air. That's because true. the, the deep podcast won't let it air. That, that's right. Yeah. Deep our, podcast is working against us. Our power is going to get shut off here at some point. They're listening. They're listening. Well, let the truth shine freely through this vi- audio medium. So, yeah. we should end. Why not? We should end. We're, real quick though. <laughs> so, up next is uh, it is the summer catalog. Summer catalog, awesome. I like this one. It was a sweet one. So, all right. Yeah, this one is not. I I don't think summer catalog is super funny. No, but it has some really great character moments. Yeah. And I do think uh, Ron is fantastic in this 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 one. Yeah, uh, and uh, I love yeah. the end. I love the end. It's yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It, it's sweet, and I I really like it. So I'm excited to talk about that one. So cool. Well, listen, you have yourself a, a great rest of the week, and uh, maybe I will. Know, well, no, I mean I'm telling you to have one. You, you oh, have okay. to. You're ordering yeah. me. Yeah, I will defer to my elder. Sounds good. All right. All right. I will talk to you uh, next time. All right. Take it easy. No. No.